We are living in challenging and uncertain times where leaders need support and encouragement to help them learn to navigate the world we are in. The Missional Formation Podcast is designed to help leaders thrive by promoting healthy rhythms that connect spiritual and missional practices. This podcast is hosted by two friends, an Irishman and an American. My name's Mark. My name is Winfield. And together we have more than four decades of experience training and coaching leaders from around the world. Each episode of the Missional Formation podcast will include conversations between us as well as interviews with leaders from around the world. And they're going to explore a variety of topics, including hope, resilience, and healthy rhythms for doing ministry in today's hectic world. We invite you to grab a cup of coffee and join us for the conversation. Formation podcast. On today's episode, we have a special guest, the Reverend Kristen Yates. Kristen has served as a pastor since 2005. Kristen has worked with youth, young adults, international students, and families, and also young career pastors. Kristen has also helped plant several churches around the country since 2011. Kristen is also a trained spiritual director and mediator with a particular heart for the formation and care of ministry leaders. Enjoy. Welcome to the Mission Formation podcast. So good to have you with us today. Hope you're all safe and well. Winfield, how are you doing? Hey, Mark, doing um, really well. It's a beautiful, sunshiny day here um, in... In Kentucky, it's been it's been a it's been nasty few weeks, and so I'm I'm just enjoying the sunshine. How about you? Good, good. We're good. We're good. The weather hasn't been too bad. A wee bit rainy today, but still got out for a walk and so on. And uh, so you're surviving at the moment over in Kentucky. I'm hanging in there. I think we're all hanging in there. This is where healthy rhythms and soul care and the stuff we're talking about today just matters so much um, to just be able to navigate um, the crazy, changing, challenging times we're in. So, I, I always remember if, if uh, January was a day of the week, it would be a Monday, you know? <laughs> it's oh, definitely God. a Monday. So, hey, listen, tell us who we've got with us today. We've got a very special guest. Yeah, today we've got a special guest. Kristen Yates is with us, Reverend Kristen Yates. Uh, she's a, she's an ordained um, clergy. She's a priest, um, and she's served as a pastor since 2005. She's worked with youth, young adults, international students, as well as helped plant several different churches. Uh, Kristen is a trained spiritual director and um, really has a heart for formation and mission and caring for leaders. And so uh, we're really excited to have Kristen with us today. Kristen, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing great. I'm like you, Winfield. It's a sunny day where we've had gray days for weeks. So I'm just super excited. <laughs> so I'm doing well. Awesome, awesome. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. So you you said a bunch of it, but um, I have been a pastor since 2005. Basically, for the last 10 years, I've helped plant churches um, around the country. Currently, I'm in Cincinnati, urban Cincinnati, um, working on a church plant 
called the Mission Cincinnati. And I am the associate pastor there, um, focusing on uh, congregational care and spiritual formation. And so that's my main role in life right now. Awesome. Well, listen, we've asked you to kind of join us today to kind of talk about um, a little bit about spiritual direction and some healthy rhythms. Tell us about spiritual direction um, as a tradition, as a practice. A lot of people yeah. who are listening to the podcast probably have no idea what that means other than it sounds cool. So tell us a little bit about the art of spiritual direction. Yeah. So, I mean, first of all, I was trained in 2015 with an organization called SELA, which is affiliated with Leadership Transformations, which is a ministry that's related to Gordon Conwell Theological Seminary. So that's where I did my training. Uh, spiritual Direction is a ministry that's been in the church for thousands of years, although at least in the Protestant world, it really kind of just fell off the radar. So within the past couple of decades, it's really become known again in the Protestant world. And so you see more and more spiritual uh, direction agencies or organizations, maybe is the better word, and spiritual directors uh, popping up here and there, which is awesome. And essentially spiritual direction is the art of a person, a directee or a director coming alongside a person and helping them to be attentive to the Lord's presence in their life. So Jesus says to us, I am with you always. And so we know that's true, but a lot of times we go through life and we don't necessarily see him. And so as a director, when I meet with a directee, I help that person to be attentive to the Lord in that moment when we're meeting, but also to pay attention to how the Lord has been active in that person's life. And what is the Lord inviting this person into? How's the Lord showing his love for them? And so it's really a beautiful, spacious place. Um, for me personally, it's my favorite ministry to give and to receive. Uh, for me, it's, it's one of the easiest things to prepare for. And yet I see the most fruit out of it. And the reason is because all I'm doing is opening up space for the Lord to be present with the person. The Lord is there. The person almost always experiences the Lord's goodness. Um, as I leave that session. So it's, it's really encouraging to me. Um, spiritual direction is a lot of listening. So it differs than other ministries. And, and probably if I do an hour session, I probably have probably a half hour of listening. Now it does depend on the person who's coming to see me if they're not familiar with silence, that may be uncomfortable. But if, if they are familiar with silence, uh, half of our session really can be just entering into a time of quiet before the Lord. And so that's, that's fun. So just the other day I had a directee, she's been with me for four years. She is a very busy ministry leader, doesn't have a lot of quiet time for herself. And so even as we started right after our opening scriptures, she spent probably 10 minutes just listening to the Lord. So just more to say about spiritual direction, but that's where I'll start for now. I'd love to, I, what I find fascinating when you said it's become more prevalent in the Protestant world and with Protestant church leaders, what's led to that? Like what's driving that? What's changed? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't fully know, but I think it probably goes along with the whole sort of spiritual formation movement. If you think of like Richard Foster and all the 
you know, the celebration of disciplines and all the things that have come in the last couple of decades, I think it's just a greater awakening to the idea that there's more than just nourishing our minds with facts about God, that there's actually a relationship for us to pursue with practices and spiritual direction in a sense is a practice. It's a practice with another person where that person comes alongside you and helps you to be attentive to the Lord. So I think it's just part of the whole overall package of, of recognizing we need a more holistic way of doing discipleship. And we all have that space in our heart that's not complete until the Lord's there. And as we recognize that, well, spiritual direction is a place to, you know, encounter the Lord. So I'm assuming that's kind of yeah. the way it's come about. Yeah. Yeah, there really is, Mark. Um, you know, I, I wrote a book on this last, uh, last year, 2019, on just kind of the recovery of liturgy and ancient practices among really those coming from low church backgrounds, like Protestants, Evangelicals, Charismatics, Pentecostals. As Chris was saying, I think it really represents um, just a hunger for depth, and there's just a hunger to for spiritual formation, just to go deeper with God. And that's what I love about kind of what we're talking about today with the practice of spiritual direction is we're really talking about helping people go deeper in their relationship with God. Um, it's about coming alongside and, and helping others through, I think, through the art of listening. Um, and that's that's what more could be needed in our current world? You know, people are yelling at each other and, uh, you know, it's, it's almost, I almost feel like we need to regain the art of listening. Um, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, <laughs> our culture doesn't listen at all. I think a lot of times we have these narratives and these thoughts in our mind. And so when we so to speak, listen to someone, what we're really doing is we're waiting to hear whether what they say agrees or disagrees with what's in our mind, and then just looking for that opportunity to respond, react, sometimes even attack. Um, we see this obviously in places like Facebook, which is not like audio listening, but we also see in our conversations. We, we don't know how to do dialogue anymore, partly because we're not listening. And so super important to listen to each other, but then also, uh, of course, in spiritual direction is to listen to the Lord. And as you said before, that's, that's the whole goal of spiritual direction. And that's what distinguishes it from say like coaching, because in coaching, usually someone comes and they have some kind of goal. There's some kind of skill they want to develop a proficiency in some kind of task they want to reach. And those are all good goals. And a coach will come and help that. But in a direct direction session, there are no goals other than I want you to meet with the Lord. Mm -hmm. And it's incredibly freeing and it's incredibly beautiful. Again, I met with a ministry leader the other day and she just needs that space with the Lord because she's so often thinking about how can she minister to other people? And then it's easy to forget about the care of her soul. And so mm -hmm. To, I even had to sort of remind her that, you know, like when you come to direction, it's all about you and God. It doesn't have anything to do with your wider ministry, although I'm, of course, it probably will affect your wider ministry, right? But mm -hmm. this is about you finding intimacy with the Lord because the Lord loves you. The Lord wants to know you. He wants to be mm -hmm. known by you. So 
Anyway, yeah. it kind of got back uh, off of the, your question about listening. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. No, that's that's uh, Mark. What what other questions might you have? I don't want I don't want to dominate our time with Kristen. <laughs> I just I, I enjoy listening to you, Kristen, because what you're saying. Um, I suppose about the role of silence. What do you notice about the role of silence in spiritual direction, or even the role of silence in our lives? Because we have, as you you touched on the internet, we've you know we've crossed a we've crossed the divide into the digital world where it's 24 seven. And, um, you know, we had the, the radio for years that could have been playing in the background and then we had the TV could be playing in the background. Now it's Twitter and Facebook and I was doing 10 different things and never being switched off. What are you, what are you noticing or what are your thoughts be, you know, silence in people's lives and, and the benefits of silence? Yeah, silence is incredibly important. And again, it's not something that our culture teaches us at all to, uh, to view or to enter into. And we absolutely need it, though, because there's so many voices that are affecting how we live. A lot of them are even unconscious. We don't know. And if we're going to actually hear from the Lord, then we need to find silence where we can push away those other voices, where we can open up space to hear him. And so literally like finding times where there's nothing going on, you're not watching anything, you're not listening to anything, like literally there's silence. Um, finding times to do that. And that can be incredibly scary for a lot of people because silence often brings up things. It'll bring up sometimes, you know, emotions or, or thoughts that you're not super excited about or, or things about yourself you, you're kind of ashamed of or, all kinds of things. And so instead of entering into the silence, you just embrace the noise because you don't want to address that. So as soon as you open up time of silence, some of those things will happen. They'll come up to the surface, but that's good because they need to. And along with that is the Lord and he will reveal himself to you and he'll, he'll shed light on those things that are, are coming up in the silence, your emotions, your, your thoughts. Yeah. And yeah. So we need, to, we need to actually plan for silence in our lives. So maybe even if it's difficult and new for you, you can say, okay, I'm going to start off with, you know, once a week, maybe even I'm going to have five, 10 minutes of silence and then set a timer so that you don't have to be worrying the whole time. Like, okay, is the time up? Is the time not up? You just set it for 10 and you just sit there and you're with the Lord. Um, and in that you can. Yeah. I mean, there is a reality where so many of us are at home and it's, it's, it is a bit stir crazy. We all can go stir crazy at the minute. Um, so like you've just said, but is there any, like, just for someone who might be listening, like, like just practical steps that we have just said, you know, like someone that won't be used to silence, but actually know that they need time for silence. Um, what practical steps would you have for them just to take a small step towards that? Uh, yeah. Again, it's, it's, first of all, mapping out some time. So literally, it's something you might want to schedule a couple times into your week. And start out small. Like, so don't say, I'm going to do an hour of silence. That might be crazy for a person who's never done this. But start out with five. And then as you go, add more and more time. Again, set a timer if that's helpful. Uh, something that's helpful to some people is that if you have distracting thoughts, like all of a sudden I sit for silence, and I think, oh, shoot, I was supposed to buy that thing at the store. Well, 
then write it down. So write a list of some things that you can kind of put to the side, um, but also not being stressed out when thoughts come to mind, which they will just hold them in presence before the Lord and say, Hey, Lord, I'm all of a sudden feeling really anxious. What do you want to show me today about this anxiety? So to not being stressed out when other things enter into the silence, but actually presenting them to the Lord. Um, Other practices that can help are entering into silence with breath prayer. So simple statements like Lord Jesus come or Holy Spirit be with me. And just saying those a couple of times to just kind of center yourself and the kind of, um, you know, move some of your distracting thoughts. So, you know, it's going to be different for every person, but there's a combination of on one hand, trying to move away from those distracting thoughts. On the other hand, it's embracing what's coming up and just handing it over to the Lord and saying, hey, I noticed this, God. Why am I angry? Why am I sad? Why am I this? Show me where you're here with me in this. It's so useful at the moment, even when they think that, you know, if you're a mum trying to homeschool your kids because they can't go to school because of coronavirus or you're a frontline worker or a medical worker who's just at the end of their tether and burned out or, you know, you're you're just someone who, who isn't able to see their family, you know, and maybe home alone or, so what you're saying is really, it's really crucial to their, it's a really crucial practice for, for one's emotional health as well, isn't it, you know? Um, yeah yeah absolutely and then a spiritual director is a is an important person in a person's life because sometimes it really is hard to find silence in your own life you do your best to create those spaces and it's just difficult but when you go to that director for an hour that person creates that space for you and so it really is a gift and so I mean I'm obviously a director Um, so I don't say this because I'm a director, but I really think that everyone at some point in time, maybe when you're above the age of 30, like would benefit from seeing a director. I mean, again, it's one of the most life-giving ministries I've received in my, my own life. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I'd like to um, just name something that we just briefly touched on. You know, we've talked about kind of listening, silence, um, but also there's this, one of the things that we kind of talk about um, in in the missional formation process is is the art of spiritual reflection. And most people, most leaders, most pastors are not reflective of what God is doing in their life, in their ministry, whether that's vocationally in the church or in the business world or wherever you may serve or lead. Um, and, and really what we're talking about is the reason why people have lost this kind of art of reflection is they don't have space and time. And so I think some of the things that you've helped us with today remind us to pause and to pray. And one of the practices that I've found really helpful, because essentially that's what direction is. We're helping people reflect on what God is doing in their life. We're not telling them, we're not giving them the answers, but we're helping them sit in the presence of God so they can reflect and discover those things for themselves. Right. And, and one simple way um, that, that really I kind of encourage leaders in and we talk about in some of the work that Mark and I've done is, is discovering the daily examine is actually beginning with a daily practice at the end of the day where we sit before the Lord 
we welcome the presence of God. We reflect on what's happened throughout the day. Um, we kind of hand over to God kind of the, the good, the bad, and we give it over to the Lord, and then we um, release it back unto God. And um, I, I think just pausing to pray and to reflect um, is, is a really powerful thing that, that we really need to recover. So a couple of quick snapshots that I've gotten out of today's thing is, one is just the power of listening, listening to others. And for, for a lot of us, that's, a, that's an art that we need to relearn. Um, we need to build that listening muscle to listen to God and to listen to others. Two is silence, making space so we can listen. And then three, reflecting. And that's where action, and I think that's where the connection between um, how we can connect this to actual practices of ministry or leadership or wherever we're called to serve is reflective action. We're not just sitting around reflecting, but we take that and then we ask the Lord, what do we need to do? How do we need to respond um, out of this? So those are a couple things I've kind of taken out of uh, today's session. So Kristen, thank you so much for taking time to be with us today. Uh, thankful oh, for welcome. you and your ministry. We hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Missional Formation Podcast. If you're interested in learning more information about the Missional Formation Coaching model, visit us at missionalformationcoaching.com. We offer training that is uniquely designed to train individuals who want to be equipped in the skill set of coaching as a Missional Formation Coach. Check us out at missionalformationcoaching.com. Have a great day.